Hi guys, welcome to our fourth episode of Bookworms Podcast. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Catherine. And we're here today with Gavin, Brooke, and Christian. They're Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. A little premature there, Christian. Yeah. Oh, Anyways, they're all fellows from the program that we're at. And they say that Great Gatsby is one of their favorite books. So, today we're going to discuss that. And I'm going to just go right in with the Goodreads description. It's a 3.9 out of 5. And The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald's third book, stands as the supreme achievement of his career. First published in 1925, this quintessential novel of the Jazz Age has been acclaimed by generations of readers. The story of the mysteriously wealthy Jay Gatsby and his love for the beautiful Daisy Buchanan of lavish parties on Long Island at a time when the New York Times noted gin was the national drink and sex the national obsession. It is an exquisitely crafted tale of America in the 1920s. Kath, that sounds like your time to be alive. Yeah, I know. You love gin. Okay, <laughs> um, wait, I wanted to add a fun fact for everyone before they we get into the discussion. But I don't know if you guys knew, but the great Gatsby actually was like accidentally famous. Yeah, so readers or listeners or whatever you guys are, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was actually funny because essentially um, after F. Scott Fitzgerald died, this random person like distributed this book in to like a bunch of World War II soldiers, and so then it became famous after all these people started reading it. But it was a big failure when it first came out. So just remember that if something fails when you're alive, it might become really famous once you die. If uh, just your legacy might live on forever. So just to start, what was everyone's opinion on The Great Gatsby? So I personally didn't love it. I think it's really overrated. Oh, that's blasphemy right there. Oh my gosh, such a great book, favorite romantic book of all time. See, I don't, I don't think, think it's romantic. romantic. It's a romance novel. I think it's novel. an anti-romance novel. Actually. I agree. You guys are losing your mind right now. <laughs> no, it's totally not romantic. I think it like, personally, I think that it just shows everything that's wrong about romance and how like it's very like a bunch of three different toxic relationships like there's so much cheating and mistrust and like this loser that has a bunch of money throws parties to try and win over some girl like you but he left for war he came back for daisy but he was obsessed with he didn't come back right away though and that's why he left daisy yeah he go right away but like he he, like studied in like oxford quote unquote okay guys (laughs) first of all jay gatsby after he came back from the war, he met some shady characters. Because Daisy was a person of wealth. Gatsby wasn't at any wealth. Yeah. So he accumulated wealth to win her back. He basically lived the opposite egg. Okay. Right in front of her house. So yeah. that she, one day she would come and see him. Yeah, the green light. The green, green light. light. But like, that's come not on. That's not helpful. That's though. so regretful. Like, even when he like depicts the tale of originally seeing Daisy yeah. and stuff like that, it's, he's more enchanted with even like the house and stuff than actually Daisy itself. And Daisy is just like a part of his like vision, infatuation, future, mm-hmm. but he just didn't materialize, right? So that's why his obsession with it. I don't think it actually has anything to do with romance. In fact, like the it's such a short stint that it's probably like uh, idealized infatuation that mm-hmm. he just carried throughout all these years. Yes, yeah. yes, I agree. Because he, even even after he meets her later on. He like does kind of like subtly sound like disappointed, or at least like Nick's depiction no. of him. What? First of all, Nick Carroll is the biggest loser of all time. You guys, Nick Carroll is the best character. Nick is awful in the book. A horrible Cupid matchmaker. <laughs> Doesn't know what to do. He knows Jake Gatsby's obsessed with Daisy, 
and he doesn't help any kind of way. What do you mean? Jay over her team. Well, because Jay, Jay asked her. Why they met. Because you know Daisy's friend. I forgot a tennis player. Asked Baker? Uh, Julian Jordan Jordan Baker. Yeah, asked Nick to set up the connection. They had no idea yeah, what because, was going on. Because Gatsby talked to Jordan first. Yeah, yeah. Nick still did it. He still did it and had his friends back. Like, yeah. Because Nick, but first of all, Nick might have partially done it out of resentment for Tom, too. Yeah, yeah, he, he Yeah, Tom. Tom's the Tom's woke, woke. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> The worst of all time. We all agree on that. Can we talk about the way uh, uh, F. Fitzgerald talked about Tom Buchanan? Like, in the Ooh, I have How, a fun fact about ahead. this. So, he went to Princeton, and Princeton has a big rivalry with Yale, yeah, which is yeah. why all of the characters that like suck go Yale. I love that. Nick so, went to Yale. You like Nick? Do you? Yeah, I went to school with, with Tom. With Tom. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Nick, but Nick's okay, supposed yeah. to be like, like, uh, Gerald, you know, like, supposed to be like more than Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really? I read this book called Totally. Careless People. Yeah. I read this book called Careless People, and it was about like, like the real stories behind the Great Gatsby, um, and the way. Gatsby goes after Daisy is pretty similar to the way that um, like Fitzgerald went after Zelda, yeah. which is so cool. Like he did the whole going to war thing and then going away and trying to make money and trying to win her back. And like they did he? Money. She refused yeah. to marry him until he made more money. <laughs> there you go, guys. So <laughs> that's not romantic. But I mean, it's not, not romantic. Okay, but did, did his wife have a man at the time? Z- uh, Zelda? I don't know. If she did. Yeah, she didn't. Because yeah. that's the thing that I find really ratty. Is like, although Daisy's like Tom was literally such a rat, like cheating yeah. on her all the time and stuff. But at the same time, I also think it was really ratty of Gatsby to steal a married woman away from her husband. Personally, but Daisy don't be a homewrecker. But they, Daisy would have never left. That's she why, didn't leave. Yeah, but, but, but she almost left though. She had a kid. She like, had a kid. No, but that's the weird part. Is the kid is barely mentioned in novel. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's like this whole like, deep like disassociation from humanity. Yeah. Like even with the dog with uh, the with Myrtle. Myrtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even the dog when they take by a dog mm-hmm. and the dog she's like, well, I don't even know what happens. Yeah, just right? die probably. Why didn't no one else. That? Like. No, because because it's like to show like the material like materialism of the time, where it's just yeah. like it didn't really matter. There wasn't any, you just wanted a dog, so you got a dog, yeah, right? Yeah. And the, the other thing I actually find really interesting about the book is that they don't mention uh, the war very often. Like if you read like Slaughterhouse mm-hmm. Live and stuff like that, like it's all about like these suppressed memories from the war that led to this like materialism and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I find that like really really bizarre how there's no mention of the war, but it's like all these manifestations of like this traumatic and PTSD mm-hmm. that at the time wasn't really well well understood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the whole book in general, I think, was really misunderstood when it first came out. Like, I think people kind of thought it was just like a romantic, fluffy love story. It is. Yeah. Go ahead. This is the worst. <laughs> she never accepted you. And, yeah, no. No, I like the, I like the, I like the banter. It's good. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, but I think, like, it does go a lot deeper than that. I think it just, like, it really paints the true idea of how real and difficult and confusing relationships are like it's not cut and dry but I also think that they weren't shown in the most healthy ways like I think F. Scott Fitzgerald had a really fucked up conception of what love was it must have been a little fucked like, I don't know much about the guy but yeah it was okay so like I guess your um, definition of romance with my definition with my definition of romance is completely different. Like, do you think Romeo and Juliet is romantic? Yes. Oh my gosh. No, yes, it's, it's, true it's love. A satire of like obsessive it, it love. It really is a satire. But that's, come on, like. Go, they both die. Yeah, they both die. They kill each other. Like, 
They don't even, they've known each other for like a week and they kill each other over that. That is infatuation defined. All the best r romantic movies, someone always dies at the end. Pride and Prejudice? Pride and Prejudice? Is, I don't even consider that like a manuscript for like modern romance. Man, okay, okay. I couldn't even get through Pride and Prejudice, to be what? honest. Was it Venice was the best character of all time? I've never read it. I tried reading it, I'm and I actually had to give up halfway through. It was yeah. bad. Anyway. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get through the, the movie either. I was, watch I was watching a YouTube uh, a YouTube channel that was a modern-day take on Pride and Prejudice, which is pretty good. I forget what it was called, but anyway, I couldn't really get that into it. Very, very often. Back to The Great Gatsby. So why do you think it's a romance? I want to hear this. The reason why it's romance is because, like, Gavin is laughing. Because Gavin doesn't think it's a romantic novel, but which is definitely is. It's not. It's because, like, the, the great lengths that Jay Gatsby goes to get with Daisy, and what Daisy has to do to get with Gatsby is very hard. Because remember, when they first met, yeah, Gatsby was a nobody, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he had to, like, somewhat infatuate her with his somewhat quote-unquote lavish lifestyle because Daisy did tell her friend that she was about to marry him. Mm -hmm. But, like, don't you think if she has to change to appease her, then maybe that's not love? But or the fact that, that, the fact that he's willing to change to appease her is love. But that's never explicitly said. Like, I think that's more Gatsby's belief that he had to change than, mm -hmm. in fact, Daisy's desire for him to change. Yeah, no, I no, she kept writing. She kept writing him to come back, and he stayed in Oxford because he felt like he had to raise to a certain level. Yeah, that you know was what? All in his head. I thought that when I read it for the first time too. It, it was like it was more him trying to do that. She never said like, "Oh, go off and get rich." I think. But, but, but I think. I think he has a lot of insecurities, and he's just masking his insecurities through getting rich, talking about his fake life, having a British accent, and throwing all these parties. But well, like, I mean, I think the parties were were, were like awesome. planned in, in order. Like, yeah. but I, it was for him to meet Daisy. But I think yeah. it was also a way of like he had no real friends, and it was a way for him to feel like he had friends. Well, Gatsby also, like, well, Gatsby, you know, on an old novel, he was just like a character. You would walk around yeah. parties, nobody knew he was. He yeah, but that, like, I think he, I think he liked that. That he yeah. had that he like anonymity, and like he yeah. could, but he could still like go and like talk and, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, get that social aspect because he had no friends. But he didn't. It, like, there's no mention of him talking to anyone else other than Jordan and Nick at the party. Ew, he just sounds like he sucks. Yeah. What? He sounds, he sounds like a creepy stalker. He's not creepy no, stalker. I don't. I like, I like Gatsby. I like him. But I, I just think that he, he's not, it's like, he has some, like, I don't believe we're bashing Gatsby, we're not bashing Tom or Nick. Well, we, okay, well, we did. Like, that's like, everyone hates Tom. Like, wh why do you like Gatsby? I don't like him. Oh, I just like his devotion to something, right? Yeah. Like, okay. I think that's cool. Like the fact that he was able to devote himself like so Stoic. strongly to something. No, no, yeah. Yeah. It's exactly I mean like I think it's an irrational goal, but the yeah. fact that you could even uh, persuade yourself he, like, dedicated to dedicated himself keep, yeah, to is, it is okay, really, really fair. cool. And I yeah. mean he did propel himself to success, yeah. which like is difficult. Well, that's respectful. I mean like what well, yeah, relative sketchy activity? Is that true though? That yeah, it's it sketchy. Is. Okay. Well, no, it's not. It's not. It's, not, it's never confirmed, right? Yeah. Most, like, you can buy anything at a pharmacy nowadays. Is the quote by Tom when he's saying, like, basically, like, I know that you're selling liquor at your pharmacies, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's never explicitly, explicitly said, but uh, it's assumed. Yeah. 
Well, remember, remember that time when Nick and I met Gatsby at the bar and um, Gatsby's friend, I forgot I got a very sketchy yeah, deal. Yeah. <laughs> but Tom was there as well. Tom was yeah. there as well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Tom, Tom just oh. sucks. Like, there's not even more to say about him. He's just... I mean, he's, 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 he's like, meant to be, like, this is what a lot of critiques are, though. It's like, clearly there's something that's going on for Nick resenting Tom prior to him doing all these things, right? Like, they talked about Tom, this, I took offense to this, they talked about uh, Tom as an athlete that, like, reached his peak in university. Oh my gosh. God, and you're triggered. You're like, so did I. Like, like, shit. You know? (laughs) Quite possibly true. uh, Gavin was also a, a, a student athlete, just FYI, guys. Student first. <laughs> um, um, An athletic student. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think, I think that like, there's a lot of bias because the other thing is Nick lies, and that's what they realize. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Like in the beginning when he says like Nick was only drunk, he's only been drunk twice in his life, right. and then later in the story he talks about drinking, yeah. right? Like going to Gatsby's parties. Yeah. So there's a like this is the same thing in Jane Austen, uh, not um, Jane Eyre, right? Like there's a level of that like autobiography aspect that you have to take into account that you're supposed to kind of guess and figure out at which points he's lying, right? Mm. So it's like there's this whole like very extreme bias that you get because it is technically like Gatsby versus Tom. And yeah, like, and it's like which which one do you like? And because I think originally that Nick hates Gats, uh, Tom so much, he's drawn to Gatsby, and then creates like this bias of Gatsby right. being this fantastic person. Mm-hmm. When I don't know if he is right. So uh, I really don't think he is personally. I think I need to reread the book. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, you guys are like you guys are woke. Yeah. No, I really that's. Also, can we talk about the theory that Nick was gay for Gatsby? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I read that. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. But he, he was with Jordan, though. Oh, not really. Oh, you got a yeah. They slept together and stuff. Like, it, it's yeah, yeah, but like, you but but yeah, yeah, spend the night. I mean, okay. Okay. gay people can sleep with straight people. Yeah. yeah. That's Fair. true, too. And I think Jordan was kind of coded as queer. Like, yeah. He yeah. played a very masculine sport and, like, yeah. didn't wear, like, the dresses of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, skirts and stuff. Yeah. I also kind of thought that Nick had a thing for Daisy. Not really. In a I weird way, didn't Nick see Daisy as more like a cousin or something? Yeah. I think, I think oh, Nick, that was, yeah. like, Nick's manifestation of, like, like, Daisy was, like, the perfect person, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so it was, like, it was a beautiful image kind of thing as okay. opposed to, like, a romantic relationship. Okay, okay. So what I don't know about the theory about being Nick being gay for Gatsby. Can we elaborate a bit on that? Um, yeah. It's, like, what are the reasons for it? I wish I remembered them. There, there's a section in my university's library, like the side where I used to study, and when I didn't want to study, I would just go and read the books there, and they were on Gatsby. So this is from that. Wow. Um, That's cool. But it went into like the fact that Nick describes Gatsby in detail and like helps him more than like any friend would really help out someone who was like doing questionable things okay. and just like in general describes him the same way he describes like Jordan when he's talking about how he finds her attractive. Ooh. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I believe it. Nick was gay for Gatsby. I, feel like I could see it. Tension. Yeah. I feel like they have some sexual tension as well. <laughs> I could definitely see it. <laughs> Yeah. I think there's just like weird there's like weird moments when Nick's in certain situations and I didn't know why he was in them, right? Yeah. I think yeah. that might be like something like as you're saying there, like when, you know, Daisy went to go visit Gatsby's man, like and they're like pretty much like it was like he was just third wheeling him. Yeah. He like enjoyed it, which is a bit weird, right? Like yeah. that was the part that I didn't understand and maybe that's like his uh like 
like satisfaction with viewing Gatsby's affectionate, right? Yeah. It's not pertaining to him. Yep. Yeah. I, I've never even considered that. That's, That's really cool. cool. I also think though that Nick was just a really socially awkward guy, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Like he seemed like very like recluse. You, you know what? Weird though, I almost feel like he wasn't even like to an extent like wasn't even like a part of the story. Like he was like given a human body, mm-hmm. in order, mm-hmm. but he was more like just like. I don't want to say, like, God, right? Like an observer. like mm. Exactly. Like the book Thief. Have you guys read that book? No. Okay, really good book. And it's basically it's narrated by death. Mm. So, We're talking about the book Thief next week. <laughs> Screaming it into the mic. You're giving away too much. Yeah. But anyway, it's, I'm just saying it's narrated by death, and it's kind of like a similar perspective where it's like an outsider looking in, and they don't, they obviously, Nick has more influence than death does because death doesn't actually, like, he just kind of like takes the bodies after mm-hmm. they die, um, but I think it was just kind of like the same perspective where it's like just observing and commenting as opposed to actually influencing the story. Because other than introducing Gatsby to Daisy, like, does he really do what anything? Does he do? <laughs> but think about it. He's in all these like really weird situations, situations right? Yeah. Like the one that I was talking about before. Even when he was at the apartment with Tom, like yeah, that I would, that's, that's, that's what first came yeah. up when and you said that. And the last thing is like. Yo, he has this shed-like house yeah. surrounded by mansion. Yeah. Right? It's almost like they, 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 they would position the house there just because they could fit between both houses yeah. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. some sort of like mythological way or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And so like it was just like, I'm always flirted with the idea of it being like two consciousness of Gatsby kind of thing, right? Ooh. And like, Gavin! That's, that's what I always looked at, right? Um, because it's super interesting. Like, as I said, like there's, I never really understood why he was in those, and I, I think for a while, right? And then... He's never really, yeah, he's never really by himself. There's yeah. a lot of weird things. Oh my gosh, I can actually see right. that though, like that being Gatsby's like alter ego yeah. kind of thing. Wait, 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 I'm so confused. So what do you mean to consciousness of Gatsby? Explain. So like Nick is like the like... Like he's fragmented in the story, like not even as like a human being. He's like, always with other people, like... Yeah, but like... He's saying he's like Gatsby's like not alter ego, but essentially alter ego. But some sort of like, no, but I'm, but I'm thinking more, not necessarily Gatsby, sorry, that wasn't right. Yeah. Like Fitzgerald. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. who he projected himself to be. Who he, who he actually was, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like this, he's this okay. poor person surrounded by all these rich people and stuff yeah. like that. Um, like guys, that. if you could see our facial expressions yeah. right now, my mind is blown. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I thought Fitzgerald wanted to be a screenwriter before he was a novelist. Oh. So he spent a lot of years struggling in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So... So that's right, because he knew a lot of influential people. Yeah. But like he's never gonna make it out of the Yeah, I think well. he just genuinely considered himself an overall failure, especially yeah. after this book. Which is always just sad because yeah. it's awesome. No, debatable. Debatable, but, guys. Look at, look at the conversations we're having, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was going to say. Okay, you know what? Everyone's read it. I think it sparked such a conversation. Well, I read it in school. <laughs> no, I didn't have to read it because of school. I read it for But, like, pleasure. a lot of people have, yeah. like, read the book. I think that it's a good book in the sense that it provokes a lot of discussion and it has a lot of multi-dimensional yeah, yeah. and like multi-dimensional aspects to it, but I really don't think it is a great romance novel, and I know, Christian, you disagree with me on that point. Completely. And that's fine, yeah. because then it sparks this debate, and I think that's kind of what Fitzgerald meant to do mm-hmm. with this, and on that note, I think he did accomplish... His overall objective. All right. Mm-hmm. So I forgot to talk about old money and new money, West Egg versus East Egg, but True. that's a different it's conversation. It's so funny because that's literally like Great Neck, New York. Like mm. you can go to these places. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like there's a whole there's a whole 
bunch of stuff you can delve into on the book. Like the old money and new money aspect, that's like you see it everywhere. And mm-hmm. but the, this was like just the time when yeah. that new yeah. money kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's this market that like old money wasn't going to get into yeah. it bootlegging and stuff yeah. like that. That like, you know, people that didn't have the same like status mm-hmm. yeah. could kind of catch up. Which mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I really want to hear everyone's opinion on like other symbols. With uh, the Great Gatsby, so like the green light and yeah. uh, Dr. T.J. Upper. I literally put a note about like the eyeglasses, yeah. like so it's like supposed to be like the eyes of God, like watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. Right, right. And I was always confused because I was like, why is it in the Valley of Ashes, right? Mm-hmm. But I think what like I, yeah. you guys probably can know this. Like I came to the conclusion the second time I read it around. I was like, oh, clearly, because like that's all like the sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of like both yeah. sides of it, like, mm-hmm. God sees your sins. Yeah. I mean, like. To an extent, there's also like a lot of like religious comparisons from like Gatsby to Jesus, actually, which are really interesting. There's a really good what? YouTube video on it. Really? Well, like even the way he dies, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's crucified, and he's like this this uh, embodiment of like I guess capitalism or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But then also like the really weird part that I was thinking the other day too is like there's a really odd thing that when when uh, Daisy runs over Myrtle. Runs mm-hmm. over in the Valley of Ashes, which means yeah. like, God sees it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this is like also like a critique on God that I think because God sees that it's Daisy because mm-hmm. God sees all, but then also God technically punishes Gatsby. Gatsby dies yeah. for the sins of others, right? Yeah. yeah. So oh, it's like this, a martyr. This, this Wait, weird. was it Daisy that killed? Mur- yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought it was Tom that killed her. No, because Daisy was driving Gatsby's car. Okay. But then I think it was like they didn't want. Yeah. Him to like they didn't want Tom to know that they were together, kind of thing. No, they drove off in the apartment. Okay, I I don't know. I well, haven't read it. Prove that he, he can go home and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, basically, Gatsby just was so infatuated with Daisy that he's like, "I'll take the fall." Wait, but but how did a guy know though? Because because Tom told Tom him, right? told me yeah. the husband. Yeah, the the real husband, and then yeah. the husband thought that Gatsby was sleeping with his, his wife. wife. Yeah, which was but Tom it, all the way. This is. This is this is a weird part. Like Gatsby took this like pseudo noble thing, right? He he paid for like what happened, right? But he didn't actually like take a stance and pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. The only person he's ever told it was Daisy was Nick by accident, yeah, right. And that's a weird thing. It's like it's it's took it's like oh he didn't want Daisy to take the fall. I think just he said he didn't want Daisy to take mm-hmm. the fall, but in actuality he's still a coward. Like yeah, he, yeah. Like even when he was confronted at that bar that you're talking mm-hmm. about with Tom, he ran away when mm-hmm. Nick started talking to Tom. He's a what? coward, right? Like it's it's like this weird like he's trying to embody this image still that he yeah. wishes to see himself as. Yeah, for me, I think it's just a confidence issue. I think he just had like no like he he wasn't comfortable with who he was, so he made up this false image of who he wanted to be, mm-hmm. and it was to mask his insecurities about being like a poor well, individual. Farmer's boy. When yeah. His father and stuff. Bounty was mass insecurity. So you're just saying that Daisy is like a result of his insecurities, and so he like chose to. Like, I think I think he's like infatuating her because it's like like kind of what I think it was what you said earlier, like what he wanted to be. You know what I mean? Like she was ideal. Mm-hmm. And just like he, she like completed the picture of like a rich, perfect, ideal lifestyle that he envied of other people, and that's mm-hmm. probably why he envied Tom because Tom had all of that and he didn't, and like. I don't know. That's they just my take on it. Like that too. They're like her voice sounds like money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And then like there's a lot of other characters mm-hmm. like even uh, I forget what it was. Yeah. But like even like the white everywhere and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She's like, just like this old money aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she gets described as gold a lot. Yeah. 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 
So maybe she's just a symbol for money in general, and Gatsby's just infatuated with money and wealth and status. Yeah. I think she's a status symbol. That's literally what I think Daisy is. She's is a status symbol. symbol. Yeah. I don't think so, but Christian's like good. She cry, was like. Right? I'm gonna go cry. Was, when they when he did meet her though, she was deemed to be like the most the prestigious it girl. family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever town it was, yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But. Yeah. But what does everyone think about uh, the green light though? The green light. It's always varied opinions on that. Because I used to think it was stupid, but now I think different theories. I always thought the green light was kind of like, I don't want to sound so like biblical, but more like the Garden of Eden, like you know, it's like mm-hmm. big like place where you can okay. just go into. Nice. Okay. Yeah, but, no, that's cool. I like that. And like, there is a lot of biblical references. Yeah, yeah like they describe Gatsby in some ways mm-hmm. as Jesus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, had all these fancy books. I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I mean, I think upstairs. it's interesting and probably not coincidental that you have like green light at the same time as you have the rise of cars. And then cars being a metaphor mm-hmm. for people being careless and being bad drivers and not caring about who they hurt <laughs> kind of works with the green light of people mm-hmm. like moving towards something that mm-hmm. they don't really care about yeah. that they're going to hurt people in pursuit of. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> English major guys. Yeah, I, yeah, I never saw I mean, like, I always envisioned it as, because obviously everyone's saying, mm-hmm. oh, it, it's Daisy, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. It's on Daisy's dog. Mm-hmm. See, I always envisioned it as green as in money. Oh. As in money was the way to get to Daisy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, the whole, like, water aspect in between both of their houses was, like, this unshakable past that Gatsby wished to erase with money, mm-hmm. but he would never actually reach it. Oh, I really like that. And that works with the way the book ends, too. Yeah. Like, so he'd be on boats against the current, like, he's yes, not giving yeah, up, he's just trying to cross. He's still trying yeah. to get there. Yeah. That laugh line is like my favorite book line, yeah. like literally of all time. Like yes. respects. It's beautiful. I feel like you do like this book. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite book. Maybe. Every single podcast we've done, I've been like, oh, I don't know if I really like this book. When we start talking, I'm like, man, I think I really did like it. <laughs> I just like everything. Yeah. I always like parts of everything. Yeah. That's the thing. Like. There are parts of it that I love. Like yeah. I, that laugh line. Like Yeah. Yeah. There's like a melody to the writing too. Yeah. And I think the fact that the writing's so beautiful helps mm-hmm. mask what you were saying about mm-hmm. all the like toxicness that's mm-hmm. actually happening on the plot. It's very toxic. Mm-hmm. It it is. Great Great Gatsby was actually the first the first book that I like read. I don't even know if I finished it in in, in high school, or whatever. And then like my teacher put up quotes on the wall and I was like Whoa! Yeah. Maybe I should like take this more seriously, and then you know that only made it made you woke. Well, like I did because I did it in high school, so I did like so much literary mm-hmm. significance with it, and like the way that he writes is like stunning. Like you said, stunning. like it's like oh my gosh, like you could find so many like yeah, like um, and it's so and this is what I love about reading too. Like every time you reread a book, another line kind of like mm-hmm. comes out old as you're reading yeah. the line, right? Um, like the the quote that originally the first time I read it. Or was uh, like Gatsby's smile understood you only as much as you wanted to be understood? Yeah. Like, because it's like basically saying that he didn't want to be completely understood either. But uh, my most recently, the one that I, I read and I was like, wow, that's genius, was when he was showing Daisy his mansion at first, mm-hmm. and he said that, and Tom, I mean not Tom, Nick, uh, was narrating and, and saying how it was as if Gatsby uh, reevaluated the worth of all his items mm-hmm. based on how much she liked them, right? Yes. And there's something to be said about that, because yeah. I was thinking, like, oh, what if there's, like, a $100 shirt that's at, like, Walmart with a different tag on it? Mm-hmm. Like, would I buy it? Mm-hmm. And, like, the obvious answer is yes, right? Like, yeah. I would buy the shirt, 
But the fact that it takes like a moment of hesitation, mm-hmm. because I know that accompanying with that shirt is not only the value of the product and stuff, it's the value of which people view me as yeah. mm-hmm. from having a specific whatever model mm-hmm. of shirt. Is, is there's something about that that's like ingrained in our society mm-hmm. and there's something about that too that money wasn't really an issue for Gatsby it was how much it meant to other people it was his clout yeah wow. <laughs> that's actually what it was though yeah. he does care about how other people think of him yeah. and it's because he was insecure <laughs> I'm telling you you feel bad he was a romantic I really love Daisy <laughs> it was sacrifice it all uh, okay okay this podcast is almost half an hour right, so cool. we're gonna wrap it up um, thank you guys yeah. for that being featured thanks yeah. for having us yeah. if there's anything you got, do you guys want to plug anything do you have anything like blogs social media I used to have actually a YouTube channel where I used to talk about books um, no. and yeah yeah like I stopped like a couple years ago but I'm probably gonna start up again now that okay. you know I gotta get out of my life um, but I'm gonna try and it was uh, it was called within the good books like okay. one solid one word okay uh, probably just gonna rebrand it as Gavin Rush we'll add it to the description cool. you, you don't have to it's no we will we will we're gonna plug you um, um, I'll plug my Instagram Brooke does dance things. Let's yeah. go. At Brooke does dance things. Okay. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Alf Chris. A L P H Chris. Okay. Right. Cool. So yeah, email us if you guys have any um, comments. It's at bookwormspod. Bookwormspod at gmail.com. I don't know. I said at bookwormspod. And um, yeah, just review us as I always ask for and subscribe. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right.